This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Interesting. All right, we we uh we live. We live, we live, we live. Now, did you say zoom zoom or did you say zone zone zone? <laughs> Hold up. Hold up, cuz. It's me, bitches. It's me, bitches. And that's our man, Kasim, a.k.a. Swiss Beats. You know what I'm saying? Real niggas calling by his first name, man. You know, real friends. Yeah, you know. Friend of the show, Swiss Beats, man. Shout out to the homie. Um, If you don't know, we about to talk a lot of shit on if this episode. If you don't know, now you Now you know. know. Dame warned y'all on Twitter, too, yeah. that we was coming in this bitch in our bag, and it's finna happen. So, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 153 of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Antwood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. one half of the greatest podcast in the world. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? This is for your niggas up north, getting full, full on, on that, that Jack, Jack Mac. Mac. First pod back, we got another pod to smack, smack. What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson. One half of the culture, one half of everything was popping. Hey, man. Did you see how Tariq came at Swiss Beats and Timbaland on Twitter? Yeah, I saw. Call them niggas sellouts, man. Oh, you know, you know, Reek, don't come at our friends, nigga. Well, you know, young niggas don't know no better, you know. He said, um... What did he tweet? I love, I got it. He said, we can't ever just have something of our own. We. It's always about money. Cool move. But these niggas still sellouts. My nigga, you do stars for free? You do power for free? Swiss just came back with a simple response to the tweet. He said, but now we own Triller. Because what people missed in that deal was we sold it to Triller. But then in our deal, me and Timbaland now have majority ownership stake. Let's of just say Triller. Let's say they don't have a majority ownership stake. Then what? Still a great business move. How much of Fenty does Rihanna own? Mm. Like fifteen mm. percent. Hey, most recently, folks was applauding LeBron for a hey, big business. He's now a part owner of the Boston Red Sox. How much he own? Not nearly. It's the same percentage everybody owns when they get a piece of a sports team. Like it'd be like one to seven percent, which is great. I mean, I own Apple. You hey, because you got a percentage. <laughs> I got a percentage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if we can applaud a LeBron move for buying into not only a baseball team but a very racist baseball team in the Boston Red Sox and the rival to his favorite team, huh? huh, huh favorite team, and I love the rival to his current team. And his favorite baseball team. 
Yeah, so it's basketball team and current team, and you want to own. Okay, interesting. I, I get it, Brian. But if we can applaud that, how the fuck is niggas calling Swiss and Tim sellouts for making a good business deal, taking majority ownership? Like, nigga, we own the company that bought us now. Like, I I don't know a better business deal than that, but that's just me. You know what I'm saying? We applaud niggas like Nas, niggas like Brian, niggas like Jay who invest in. White companies. We was just clapping for Nas a few years ago, and we found out he invested in Ring early. Yeah, he don't own Ring. Mm-mm. It ain't black owned just because he invested in it. Well, technically it is. I mean, you know, well, technically, yo, he did own at the time. Yeah, because when they was on Shark Tank, when it yeah. was called something else, and they was like, "Get the fuck out of here," he was like, "Yo, I think I want to fuck with that." Hey, and put money up, and he was he was they did give ownership because you know, like when the sharks, like. Mm-hmm. I'll give you X amount of dollars for 15% of your business. So, yeah, he was an owner. He now, was an owner. Yeah. So what people be thinking is if you don't own 100% of it, then it's not yours. Mm-hmm. So that's like, well, okay, well, if uh, me and you got uh, This Week in Culture, if a nigga say, yeah, I own a podcast, I'll do this. No, you don't. Eh, <laughs> here's the thing. If, if HBO walked through the doors right now and said, yo, we want to – buy or invest in this week in culture we give y'all 45 percent. we take 55 what a put a, put a pin that <laughs> nigga and and i'm i'm still telling you this my black owned shit why because it's still my content so all that to say Tariq, shut the fuck up man go film better episodes of power learn how to act nigga i mean he's a young kid so i don't you know i don't i don't hold it against him um, that nigga ignorant. turned 22 on the gram i'm over that nigga man he ignorant you know yeah, yeah. Um, what else we got going on, dog? How was your week? How your week been, bro? Uh, I think it's been good. I think so. We we kind of killed last week's pods. I just want to throw that out there. Yo, I there was three really good pods last week, dog. Like, yo, fam. Um, I talked a lot last week. Um, <laughs> I talked a lot last mm-hmm. week. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying? just on these three pods that we did. Yeah. Then the one on Shop Talk. Shop Talk, yep. Then I was on, I mean, Kurt Pie. Yeah, yep. Then I was on. Kurt, what up? Uh, what the fuck did I, like, I talked every yeah. single day. Yeah. Um, and it's I a lot. I don't, I don't want to talk that much. <laughs> it's wild, because I don't think niggas understand how difficult it really is to get up here and, like, not just talk for a few hours, but, like, have, we We doing something, right? This is unscripted performance every week, dog. Somebody hit me the other day. They was like, yo, why the Snowfall episode's been like an hour and a half? I'm like, nigga. Did you not listen to the other one? Because the other right? episode is the other hour and a half that we give y'all, bro. <laughs> like, don't play with me, nigga. Because, I mean, the reason I split the bitches up is like, yo, um, Snowfall is a giant show. Facts. So after people watch Snowfall, they'll go to their podcast app and type in Snowfall, mm-hmm. and they want to hear podcasts. Yeah. They may not want to hear Black Bear Letter. Yeah. Or they don't know our personalities, or I don't know what these niggas is talking about. Hey, um, so, shit, they might not want to know that we cool with Swiss Beats now. <laughs> I'm niggas might not want to know that, and that's cool if they don't want to be gang. But if they don't want to do, for us to be cool with the greatest producer of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If the nigga's the greatest producer of all time, you know what I'm saying? Bar none. Uh, top two, not two. Uh, Man, it's, it's crazy, dog, because I'm really just... This is why. I mean... Uh, My nigga, when I started uh, rapping, I had a nigga recreate <laughs> this feel in this album. I still got the beats on my phone! Oh, man. 
Man. Dog. All right. Um, what else we got going on? The Grammys happened. Yeah. Nas got his first Grammy, bro. Good shit, man. One of the biggest Nas fans in the world is in the room with us right now, man. How you feel about the boy finally getting that Grammy, though? Man, I'm happy for him, man. And um, I was having some conversations with people online, yeah. arguments. Um, <laughs> and they like, man, they gave it to him as a Lifetime Achievement Award and this oh shit God. like that. I'm like, yo, when y'all make up y'all mind that y'all don't like somebody, y'all just don't like them. That'd be it. Like, That'd be it. No, that was a good... I liked the project. Yeah. I I thought he killed it. I would have actually been happy had he won, had Sean won, had Freddie Gibbs won. I was literally good with any one of them three albums winning this Grammy. So, like, why niggas mad, bro? Here go my issue with... Not 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 um Nas or whatever. Yeah. The Grammys. This, mm-hmm. is my, this is my issue with fans reacting to the Grammys. Uh, I enjoy rap music. Yep. I enjoy hip hop music. Yep. Uh, more so than any other type of music. Yep. Um, it's what I enjoy the most. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what I listen to the most. I'm invested in. I've wrote it. I created it. I produced it. I've sold it. Yeah. Um, I've managed it. The whole anything you can do in music, I've yeah. done it. Jay say he per rapper the rapper. Man. Just yeah. not on Swiss bitch level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Swiss, what up? <laughs> <laughs> but um, because I hold that music in such high regard, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that everybody else in different genres don't hold those artists in high regard as well. Yeah. So, yeah. like, if you've never listened to a classical album or insert album here, how do you say this person got robbed because your favorite rapper didn't win? <laughs> or if you've never listened yeah. to to insert this, they're like, yo, why the fuck was D-Smoke um, oh my god they killed d smoke like why damn. was he nominated and little baby wasn't i'm like did little baby make one of the like can we keep it real about little baby for a minute he hot he hot as shit hot as fish grease yeah. i don't i don't hot get don't it. mean greatest best album of the year i don't get it like that nigga's hot he's on everything like niggas was like telling him. me um he rap they can rap no, little baby gives you some bars he gave some bars on that little drake project every feature he always drop a nice little like nugget but it's like all right one you sound exactly like young thug first of all you think so i, I think that nigga sounds i don't watch i don't listen to young thug yeah so. yeah i that nigga's young thug's child dog like I don't vocally know. him and what's the other dude gonna it's the exact same voice that Young Thug raps in. It's a weird thing for me to listen to. So is it Young Thug or because? Well, Young can, Thug is Lil Wayne's child. Well, well, I'll say this: like I can give you a bunch of um, Detroit street rappers, um, and they and one can argue that they all sound the same because mm-hmm. they got a certain tonality or mm-hmm. a certain style of music. Do you think? Because I don't literally, I do not listen yeah, to yeah, Young Thug. Yeah. So do you think it's? They're from that area, and this is the way that they make the music. Or you think no, that's him because that's what Young Thug specifically like that little like thing they're doing on their voice because that ain't them niggas' natural voice. Like it's a little, I'm gonna say auto tuning of the voice, and that's it's auto tune on every fucking record. Right, but but yeah, it's a little it's a little pitch pitch situation on Young Thug's voice. And with Gunna and Lil Baby, they doing the same thing to their voice. When they rap it or when they, they rap. Really? And that like little singy. Because like on the singing it, shit. Yeah. You it's throw a all, pitch correct on there. It'll yeah. make a nigga's voice sound different because they're going we gonna make your voice yeah. is key. Bro, and it's a third nigga that sound like Young Thug. Um, um, but he not from Atlanta, so it really don't make sense. Uh Roddy Rich. He be sounding like Young Thug. And I just don't get it. Cause I'm like, I I like Young Thug's music. I feel like Melodically, that nigga makes some good music. He might not be rapping or talking about shit, but like it sounds good. 
And because of that, I'm very familiar with that nigga sound. Too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody got robbed, dog. Shout out to Nas, bro. <laughs> that's that's really Nas, Hit Boy. Like y'all killed it. Dog. You so did you see the video when uh Hit Boy walked in on Sean and Sean said, Congratulations. He's like, You won? Hit Boy said, like, No, you won. Yeah, he said, We won? Sean said, No, nigga, you won. And he hugged him. Now imagine four times. Hit Boy cried, he turned around. Wow, this is a moment. Imagine if that's how we responded when black people like succeeded at shit. Well, think about this. Imagine Hip Boy feeling that way, mm-hmm. and then he would have get online, and somebody was like, "Yo, that nigga got robbed. He shouldn't have won that." Like, how you invalidate all that? Like, how you matter than Sean that Sean didn't win? How you matter than fucking little baby that little baby didn't win? Like, I don't know, bro. We so, we weird. Beyonce got twenty eight Grammys, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I, we googled um, who has the most Grammys. Yeah, because it's a it's a guy out there with thirty one. Okay. He's from um, a symphony orchestra or some shit like that, right? Salute to dog. Um, 31. Yeah. Right. It's a lot of fucking Grammys. Um, so if it was an album of the year, no genre, literally, this is the best album of the year, and it was Beyonce, insert your favorite rapper, and the other guy, mm-hmm. and the other guy won, we yeah. would shit on him. Yeah, we go crazy. But like, this nigga is like the best at what he does. Yeah. So I don't know if y'all know, but like, Classical music, orchestra, shit like that, they consider that real music. Yeah. Like uh it's a it's a it's a speaker store, I don't know if they still open called Almas, where you can go in there and buy your 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 ten to twenty five thousand dollar speakers mm-hmm. and they make to listen to classical music. Yeah. They think this is real music the whole nine yards. Yeah. I know we feel like our rappers are like Nigga, this the shit. Fucking demigods to us. Yeah. yeah, but like the same way that we feel about our genre, other people feel about their genre. Yeah. How do you disqualify them? You remember, um, I, and it was it was quite a few years ago, but it was a year, I think Al Jarreau won album of the year. It was Al Jarreau. And it, I don't remember all the other people in the category, but it was some more popular with young people than Al Jarreau. And it's like, he black too. And he does it jazz. It, it ain't rap music. It ain't it ain't what I like. Fam, jazz trickles all the way down to rap music, bro. Like we had a conversation about uh they was like, how did D Smoke get in there instead of um Little Baby? Because mm-hmm. 'Cause I'm like, you know, a lot of people like these. Don't nobody know who he is. He was I was I'm like, well, Royce is one of my favorite MCs of all time. Yeah. His album is nominated. Who you think got more fans? Or who you think album got more streams? It was like clearly Royce. Like he don't got the reach. So I'm like, let's look at look at the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Royce, nine hundred thousand followers. Mm-hmm. He smoked one point three million. Man, the nigga was on a television show on Netflix yeah. where he won for rapping. The entire like people know him and listen to his project. You know what's funny about that? Him being on the television show. He was so popular on this Netflix show. People loved him on this Netflix show. Then when he succeeds and gets a Grammy nom, how the fuck he make it? Like we be hating on a lot of shit. People bro. enjoyed that him so much that I wanted to listen to his music. Yeah. And if you got a group of and people, he can rap, he can rap his ass. Yeah. So if you got a group of people, black, white, otherwise, mm-hmm. and most of them like one thing, yeah. and a smaller few like another, how do you tell the most that they wrong? Yeah. I I don't get it. And now me personally, them niggas can't can't nobody out there rap better than Royce. Yeah. And if N- I enjoy rap. The technical ability of rap, mm-hmm. and this is gonna be my favorite album. And here's the thing: if we're talking about the the albums that were in that category, and even we're talking about Nas. rapping, 
only Royce and Nas would even be in the discussion and if we Freddie was Gibbs just album. It, it, I Freddie Gibbs was my personal favorite album of that group. I had it going Freddie Gibbs, Royce, Sean, Nas, and then D Smoke down. I ain't even listening to all of D Smoke's album. But Gibbs had my personal favorite album of that. Nigga, who the fuck am I? I mean, like, like if niggas ain't listening to Gibbs, he got nominated. That's big, dog. I'm like, yo, reach. I'm like, the billboards is war for straight numbers. Mm-hmm. If you want to mm-hmm. just talk about numbers, streams, yeah. all that, that's billboards. I don't even understand the point of the billboard awards. Just look at the list. Man. I look at the charts. <laughs> all right, he should win. <laughs> he He's ahead. Like, yeah, call him the Drake Beyonce awards. Nigga, nobody else is fucking ranked. Anyway, salute to Nas, man. What was that? 14 nominations? Maybe like 17 or some shit. Crazy, dog. Crazy. Um, and well deserved, man. That was a great album. Like, I enjoyed the album. I still listen to it. It's, it got playable shit that, that people actually played on the radio. There's no Royce song. There was no there was no uh Freddie Gibbs song. Mm-hmm. There was no D Smoke song that was on the radio hey. for the majority of the people to listen to. Yeah. Not saying I, that's the end all be all. No, but, but it it factors in, bro. Like it was a it was a great album, great production. Shout to Nas, shout to Hit Boy. Um, speaking of the Grammys, a lot of controversy again. Around our favorite topic, WAP. The WAP is back. You see the performance? Uh, yeah, I watched it earlier today. That shit um, was wild. When man. I saw people talking about it online, I was like, all right, let me get to it. Unexpected uh, performance for the Grammys. I didn't think they would air that. Yeah. It was the exact performance I would expect from Megan Carty. Yeah. I didn't think the Grammys would let that happen. Yeah. It was it was wild. I was watching something on YouTube. Yeah, it was like a news program. These two people was you know talking about the Grammys and they was trashing. It. Yeah, it was like there was um, pornographic lesbian sex scenes. I'm like, y'all come, all right, chill yeah. out, relax. Then I yeah. went and watched it. I'm like, yo, they was they no, for, they was scissoring for a hot second. They was scissoring. They was scissoring. And I'm like, yo, now listen. Whatever niggas do is whatever they do. Fam, I ain't mad at them scissoring. Niggas scissor on Channel Seven. I'm gonna fuck. We, we not gonna act like. On, on on network television, that's mm-hmm. not something that people will find offensive on network yeah. television. Uh. It just is what it is. Uh. It's not right. right Grammys wrong, come right, on what? CBS? Yeah. Do y'all know what niggas watch on CBS? Sam, you don't need cable. You just need no. an antenna. So there's no... Like, motherfuckers who regularly watch CBS don't want to see them scissor. I don't know that that... They watch people scissor, but they don't want it on their TV because they don't want niggas to know they watch people scissor. Like, you know, they dancing... Um, in the, the glass stripper shoe. Mm-hmm. Like, I get mm-hmm. it. We, this is some of our culture. Yep. And we love that shit. But some of that shit ain't made for network television to the point where you don't understand why somebody yeah. would be like, uh. And here's the thing. I don't understand when our demographic, the millennials, the 30 to 40-year-olds, I don't understand when we act like that's some wild shit. Nigga, we see wilder shit on the internet daily than what happened on that stage. If an old 50, 60-year-old white woman who watches CBS had that on and she gets offended, that don't shock me. She ain't for that. She ain't listening to WAP. When we get offended and say like, oh, what about the kids and you got daughters and you got all that? It's like, all right, fam, if you see them finna perform WAP and you got your daughter with you, turn it off. I get that, but what about the... I guess it's like uh, I mean at, at some point, uh, it used to be a, a television rating mm-hmm. where certain shit just wouldn't be on network television. Yeah. Not saying it can't air; it may yeah. air on cable or maybe you know what I'm saying. It's like what? 
And that's I, I think it still pops up in the corner when shows come on or come back from commercial. TVMA. Hey, if you see TVMA, maybe your kid don't want to watch this because they finna start scissoring, nigga. Chop, chop, nigga. That shit just, like. Cardi scissor hands, nigga. They coming. I mean, like, we just get, we, we've been so normalized to some perverse shit. Yeah. I mean, like, shit. Niggas will argue the perverse shit just because. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I get But then it goes sides. to, like, conversations about freedom of speech, which we gonna get to in a minute because me and Jay about one more thing away. From this week in culture being a new name, um, but it's it's you know freedom of expression when when you making your art and you doing these performances and all that. It's like if the network isn't censoring it, then you have to self censor if this is offensive to you. I'm not mad at people talking about it because um, it used to be like. And I want to preface this. I'm not talking about this specific item, Mm -hmm. but it used to be some shame around people in general. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's just funny. Now it is no shame. It's like you can do anything in the second that you say, yo, this is a little bit. Shut up. They got the right to do it. We're not saying that nobody got the right to do it. But like to your your point of freedom of expression, the whole nine yards, if I feel that, yo, this is a little bit too much for me. Everybody got the right to say that on their platform to whatever Man. because it is. Now Well, it's like social media when you when you get on there and you say, Yo, Minister Minister Society, my favorite movie of all time. And somebody jump in your comments and be like, Man, Menace was trash, dog. That was the worst motherfucker. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I said what I said because this is how I feel. Yeah. I perform whatever song, how I perform it, because that's how I wanted to perform it. If that bothers you or offends you, you have the right to not like address what I'm doing. Yeah. You can be offended. You can say however you feel. You just don't need to bring it to me. Now, me personally, yeah. am I personally offended by them dancing on stage? No. I'm not. It's a bit much. Sometimes, low-key, when I get online and see every time I go to my timeline and it's somebody half-naked with their ass yeah. pointing out, though I do like it, yeah. <laughs> like, in, like just in on a general service, like it do be a much like God damn again. Yeah, like you, you know it, what I'm saying. It's like, so it was a it was probably over the last two maybe three years. Um, it got aggressive last year. I started unfollowing a lot of the smut that I used to follow on Instagram. Yeah, right, yeah. Back when a nigga had four five thousand, I was following four five thousand people, and it's like yo, it was pretty much all smut like. Just the Insta girls, nigga. The algorithm to put it the, in front of you. The algorithm had it in front of you, and niggas was clicking that follow because you wanted that to be your timeline. And like niggas was doing that since 2011 when Instagram came around. But over time, it just becomes a lot. Like I don't want to see that. Now, granted, to that point, I'm not going on the Insta girls pages and saying you should take this down. You got young girls following you, right? But I can honestly say, like, mm, I don't want to see that every day. Like. I don't need to see you butt-ass naked on the gram every day. Like, it's just a lot, bro. Man, a lot of our listeners uh, got children, but, you know, Facts. me and Aunt don't. You yeah, know? no, no. Me and Jay definitely don't have no kids, man. So, a lot of what we saying might not be accurate. But. Y'all let us know. I, want, I just don't know. And at some point, I will. Like, yeah. how do you manage, um, like, oh. raising children in a society that is getting um, progressively more lax with yeah. anything that shows any sort of boundaries so to the point you brought up a minute ago we we live in this world where when you say yo 
you can absolutely express yourself how you want to, but maybe taper it a little bit or maybe dial it back just a smidge or maybe, you know, choose a better time to do it or a better avenue to do it on. Like when you tell niggas like, eh, maybe just you did a little too much. The offense that comes from people is wild. Like you can't regulate anything anymore. And it's trippy because it's like, I, at a certain point to, to the point about us not having kids, I'm not going to be sure how to raise them. nigga. How am I? I? I don't know how to discipline my kid. If all adults are saying everything is cool. Yo, nigga, why you mad the motherfuckers do drug? Because they look like a crackhead. I don't care that they only smoking weed. They smoking it too much. Because I don't live in this ideal reality. I live in the real world. Yeah. I see real life consequences for people doing hard drugs. Yeah. So you can say, oh, da, da, da. I see it. So, like, cause and effect. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just real weird. And I think people get really hypocritical um, because they'll... Try to tell you that, for instance, and and this is not to get in a man woman debate, but just for for shits and giggles, saw so, uh, one of the insta comedians, I think it was Shiggy, post the other day, like, yo, matter of fact, I'm gonna find it because it was Shiggy, and I want to play it because he was making a point about like you can't, men can't say anything about women anymore. This is this is a fact. Like you absolutely can't. There's no way around it. You say something about a woman, I almost got blocked off Facebook. For yeah. <laughs> For not Yo. for, for allegedly saying something about Yo. a woman. We we gonna get to say that. Say something about a virtual woman. That was a virtual hypothetical. Woman. That was one of the wilder things I've ever seen in my life. Hold up. Where is this shit at? Uh, yeah. Gotta find this video. Yo, Shiggy a thing? Still? Uh he's still on here. Mm. Damn, did he unpost his video? He may have unposted the Was it about video. women? Yeah, oh, he, hey, that shit might have got taken down, dog. <laughs> real life. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Damn, they. I think they really got my dog. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, basically the video was just saying like, "Yo, man." It, I think he was like, "Yo, man, I really love when girls wear their hair like." And then it was like girl voices in the background, like, "Nigga, who the fuck is you to be telling women what to do? Like, why you in women's business?" And it was just a whole bunch of that type of talk. And then I'm like. But women be telling niggas like every day how to be men, like every day. It's kind of like when when um when they took a Kendrick Lamar lyric out of context. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, said he don't like fake niggas. Yeah, he's like show me. I'm so tired of the Photoshop. Show me something natural. Yeah, like, stretch my body. He didn't say yo. I only want women. Like yeah. I was making an analogy of something that was real. It hasn't yeah. been untouched. I, I wasn't trying to say this is how women should be. No. I was making a night like I'm tired of these fake niggas. Yeah. Give me something real like and then gave an example of something real. And As people was stretch like, marks. oh my God, you're telling women not to. And it's what? like, no, no, I didn't. But then it's like on the flip side of that, the consequences of not being able to say, hey, man, like women be getting a lot of, you know, surgeries and all this shit. And they, they putting a lot in their bodies and they putting their bodies through all this shit. And like. If we can't say that, then we all we also can't say that that's dangerous. Like them BBLs, the Brazilian butt lifts and the, the injections and all that shit. Like, yo, you could die from that. So I'm not telling you what to do, but I am telling you that, yo, that natural just being you and maybe living a healthier lifestyle and trying to get your body together naturally. I'm not saying that one is preferred over the other. I'm saying one could kill you. I'm tapping out. I don't want no. I don't want no more of this man woman smoke. No, I don't want nothing. It's exhausting. To do with it. I'm I'm straight. And here's where it bothers me. Like when 
when women tell men, you know, things we could do to be better men, like we listen. At least like regular niggas. Like I don't I don't know about <laughs> it's some niggas that's just gonna argue with you yeah. for the sake of arguing with you. Uh Zoe, what up? Um <laughs> but most men are like listening and taking that into account and trying to be like sensitive to it. Like, you know yeah, why? damn, you know why? Because men want women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It seems like women don't want men anymore. Oh my God. But like men, like, I don't know. I'll just say, so I want women, right? Yeah. So yeah. like if, a, if when women say, yo, this is what we like, mm-hmm. I start doing the thing that they say they like because I want women. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to do what you like. And just on my natural um, primordial self wants to reproduce. Mm-hmm. So I, can, mm-hmm. I need to reproduce naturally with a woman. Mm-hmm. I need to do what they like because I want women. Yeah. But like we've come to a situation right now where I don't think. No, you can't. Women, women hate. Men. A, dog, I, my homegirl posted uh, in the story earlier. Her shit said. Some women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't trying. We don't want smoke. That's what we don't want. My homegirl posted. Um. It said just a just a real bitch with big dick energy. And I commented She got trans dick energy. Look, this is what I said. I literally <laughs> said, What nigga wants that? <laughs> like How you know with big dick energy? You don't got a dick. What are we talking about? But it, it so reminds like, me so of the reason that the, the the women with this big dick energy, yeah. you don't understand that because you never pulled out on a woman and she was happy. <laughs> you never got finished. And it was a and the conversation and the communication was different afterwards. That's the B D E. You don't know nothing about it because you don't got a D. Dog. Like, <laughs> like you don't know what B D E is because you don't But this is this is what's wild, right? Cause you see a lot of women that'll post like, um, I'm just a good girl with real nigga tendencies or shit like that. Like, and it's like, I don't want a girl with real nigga tendencies. I just want a woman. Like Give me the feminine. Hey, I'm cool. Just you know. Hey, give me the feminine. I give you the masculine. Together, like we work and we reproduce and produce more feminine, masculine energy, dog. Like, I mean, I'm about to. You know, it's just weird, listen. bro. Like, I'm already in this conversation. Like, once where I, they go? How many listeners we gonna lose right here, nigga? my nigga? Once, hey, listen. When I get out this market, I'm never looking at the. I'm never looking at this market again, okay? fam. Like, I'm, shorty didn't know when we first went out, first date. Like, in my mind, I was like, I mean, fuck what we go through. She's stuck with me, nigga, because I'm not going back outside, bro. He de- he definitely told me that after the first I'm day. not going back outside. Like, like I said yo, that to Jay, I'm out. Like, yo, this is it. I'm out. Because, <laughs> dog, outside is fucking creepy, bro. My nigga. Like, bro, I, I literally, for, for my single homies. It's a, just a strange world out here. It's just a weird world to navigate. And, like, only having been out of it for two years. I be looking outside like a fucking scared dog. Like, yo, what is going on out there? It's almost to the it's point. wicked. Like, I don't know. I'm not gonna go. I'm not getting into this. It's but wicked, man. It's, it's a strange, a strange new world. <laughs> Did you see um on the Grammys real quick? Because <laughs> I just thought this was funny. Um, Salt and Pepper got a lifetime achievement award for what? But hold up, because that ain't where my for what came. <laughs> and rest in peace. Selena got a Lifetime Achievement Award. Mm-hmm. I never even seen the movie. <laughs> I didn't know which one that was going to be, but fuck it. I was like, so, yo, the I actually had a really... A, the movie got the award. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez got one. 
Oh shit! I actually had a really bad Damn. lifetime achievement joke right there. Yeah, that's a. This, but I ain't drop it. This is that's somebody Tupac. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Of, it's somebody Tupac, and I Woo. wasn't. I was never. I don't know. Woo. I know Selena is a big thing. Yeah, man. But I wasn't a part of it. So I was not a part of it at all. At all. You ever see somebody talk shit about Pac? Like yeah, and they go left, and you. I'd be like, what's wrong with? I, but like I don't I don't know they don't know and I I don't know about Selena, yeah. Other than the J Lo movie that I never watched, <laughs> so <laughs> I literally not, never watched. Was, and here was the thing because a lot of people unless like, it's made in Manhattan, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen enough. Uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that enough. one she was from Detroit. Hey, like, oh, Michigan. if uh, J Lo would have learned how to fight in Selena like she did enough, she could have changed the ending. Money Money Train. <laughs> oh yeah, classic. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated. <laughs> Oh man, let's get up out of there. Um, Kirk Franklin, my nigga, we got to talk about it. I'm not gonna play the audio because I don't want to get into it. Um, he called his son a bitch ass nigga. That's where my focus was. Did he get blocked? Because <laughs> those three words in succession. You write bitch ass <laughs> nigga on Facebook right now and see what the yeah. fuck going on, dog. You will get banned. <laughs> Bitch ass nigga. And there's our title. (laughs) Bad. Bad. Um, So I thought about it again. We don't have kids. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of niggas was like, yo. That's not a kid. That nigga 33. Facts. Old (laughs) as shit. Nigga damn near our age. Niggas talking about raising kids. Nigga 33, my nigga. That's not a kid. I was thinking about it because you had two different sides of arguments online, right? You had Mm. some niggas saying, yo, well, he recorded and posted his dad arguing with him or yelling at him or whatever. Sounds like he a bitch ass nigga, right? Mm-hmm. And then you had the other side of niggas that was like, yo, I get it. Niggas argue, niggas' parents be going off on them, da da da, but we gotta stop normalizing these like cursing? Being no, mad no, at no. people? Gotta stop normalizing like where black parents yelling at you and talking to you crazy is like, nigga, I went through it, so you gotta go through it too. I get that. Yeah. I understand that. But that's how y'all talk to everybody, though. <laughs> it's funny to you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's why you watch The Real Housewives or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't watch the shows, but I see the clips. Y'all like when people are rude, mean, and demonstrative with their language. Mm-hmm. That's what y'all like. Mm-hmm. And that's how y'all talk to people. So mm. it's like when I had a conversation with an ex where it's like, yo, we'll be talking and cursing. Because I curse a lot. Facts. In normal, the second we get into an argument, is don't cuss at me. Nigga, we've been cussing all fucking day. <laughs> like, we literally been cussing at each other all day, but now yeah. that we're mad, now it's an offense. The cursing is offensive now. Yeah. Mm. It's like mm. one of those things. Like, I get that. But, like, Man. on that tape, Kurt was mad. It was like, don't you ever disrespect me. Like, yeah. he felt. Di- we didn't hear the first part. Mm-mm. We didn't hear that initial son disrespect. Because it sounded like I was coming this way because you disrespected me. Yeah. Kurt also said in his apology on that same conversation, he called their family therapist to mm-hmm. bring him in so we can try to resolve that. Mm-hmm. All y'all heard was the 13 seconds of him cursing. Yeah. So I tried to resolve this as well because this is a grown ass man, 33 years old. Mm hmm. And whatever, whatever happened, happened. Like the only reason that this is a thing is because you look at Kirk Franklin as God, Jesus, and he cursed. Mm-hmm. If he didn't Bitch use Bitch ass nigga choke shit out, stomp shit out you. Like if this wasn't anybody else besides somebody you attached to, to church. Yeah. 
you cuss up and down like you cuss all the fucking time. Yeah. You know oh. what, what? You know what they'll tell you? Huh? Because damn, I don't want to go there. <laughs> Somebody say I cuss his ass the fuck out. That's they. That's their weapon. Mm-hmm. I'll cuss you the fuck out. I'll mm-hmm. cuss you the fuck out. I for me, I didn't listen to that and go, oh shit, Kirk Franklin Wallen. I didn't. Um, but I did think about it. Like yo, calling your son a bitch ass nigga is. A thing. I'm not if my if me and my dad are arguing and he calls me a bitch ass nigga. I'm not recording it and posting it for the world to see. But it it made me think like, yo, that is a different level of argument that I've never been. And me and my dad used to get into it a lot. Like when my pops first came home from prison. I had a very I've been home by myself damn near ten years. Like I was the man. You know what I'm saying? So when he came home trying to regulate shit. Nah, nigga, I ain't cleaning when you say clean. Nah, nigga, don't talk to my mom like that. Like, mm, I don't like the way you're trying to put your foot down. It don't work for how me and her had established these relationships mm-hmm. in the house. So me and him have gotten into, like, physical fights that I started most of the times. I was a high-head little nigga. But I was like, damn, of all the shit me and him used to argue about, he never called me a bitch. <laughs> and I was like, that's because that's that word. Like, for black men specifically, bitch is a trigger word. Yeah. But bitch and bitch ass niggas different. They different, yeah. and and contextually, I I can see that. But it still made me think, like, damn. I, I also don't cuss at my father or at around all. my father at all. I'm a, a damn or shit may slip out yeah. while we, I'm telling us something. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. I I. But we, anytime I, my parents have ever heard me curse, I'm quoting a movie or like a show or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like now it he, ain't. Yeah. He didn't tune in the pod a few times, and he heard. Well, no, nah, my mom already knows. My mom be like, I "Really talk?" <laughs> my mom be like, "How do I get to your podcast?" I be like, "Nah, you ain't even got that on your iPhone." My grandma's asked me like seven times. No, no, oh no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Grandma got to relax. Grandma got to relax. But like, uh, I, I don't have that type of relationship with my parents. Yeah, uh, yeah. There, there was always been a level of respect. Yeah. But from my understanding, this, this, this child or kid, man, whatever, has always been estranged or something. Yeah, and or, it sounds like, at least in this conversation, the disrespect went both ways. Yeah. Um, we don't know what the son's disrespect was. I'll tell you what, dog. When this shit came off my timeline, I just thought, and I heard this shit, I was like, man, yeah. this shit sound like a family matter. Now, that's something that I'm glad you brought up, man. We don't like when people get in our business, right? <laughs> We see that all the time. Y'all need to mind y'all business. Y'all need to find some business. Like, mind the business that pay you. Whoa, 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 whoa. But when somebody else's business is online, oh, we sit up. Ooh, we adjust. What? What is going on? Find more tape. Nigga, I, I literally saw people I know, and I'm not going to call y'all names out because it's fucking weird, but they was in the son's Instagram comment saying, post more. Jesus Christ. Two people I know said, post more. And I said, Wow. Y'all like to see that is actually really embarrassing. We love to see black people fail at things. In this instance, the failure was at communication between father and son, right? I think they just want people. We love it. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even put it for black. I think niggas want to see other niggas. Oh, well, in general, people love to see a car crash. We always do. But I feel like there's something about black people. If, if niggas succeed, we love to find where the failure was. Hey, y'all sold y'all business. Jay sold his company, but he sold it to white people. Now he ain't even a fucking owner. Look at this sellout ass shit. Like, we want to find the failure a little bit more when it's us. And I don't get it. But when it's like, yo, this is a black man in his family. Why the fuck we disinvested? Y'all didn't care when he was watching porn. 
Man, <laughs> nigga told y'all he was a whole porn addict 23 years ago. And y'all niggas was like, okay, shit, nigga, me too. And kept on going. But now, don't nobody want to say. But porn is normal now. But here's the thing. You know what's so, you know, this is the perverse world that we live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't say whole ass nigga. Mm-mm. Bitch ass nigga on Twitter, Mm-mm. but you can literally have an entire pornography account. Mm-hmm. I mean, dicks I can get retweeted in my timeline all the time. All day. Like actual day. hardcore day. nakedness, boom, boom, boom. And it's not against the the the, the, the rules or the privacy rules or anything day. like that. You can't say hoe ass nigga, bitch ass Mm-mm. nigga. You can't say dog, D-O-G. They're literally forcing me to write D A W G and I hate it every time I do it. Oh, bro. if you're gonna be if you gonna if you're gonna speak dog, you gotta speak. Uh, you gotta speak. Uh, you gotta speak. What's the city I can disrespect? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's just a wild. <laughs> you gotta speak Taylor Black. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say dog. <laughs> that nigga said, "What's the city I can disrespect?" That was fucking funny. Um, let's get serious for a minute, man. Yeah. And I got some lighthearted shit after this because this is probably gonna get a little heavy. All right, we got Blackberry letter too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna get that. That's part of the lighthearted shit. Got you. Um. So yesterday, white terrorists in Atlanta, Metro Atlanta at first, and then he went to Midtown, killed a lot of Asian people. Um, went on a shooting spree at massage spas and, and parlors throughout the Metro Atlanta areas. Yeah. I think he went to three, um, one in like the Dunwoody area or some shit. Then he went to Midtown, went to one, killed three people, walked across the street, killed another person think he killed like a total of eight people injured like 12 how how soon did you start watching the footage or, or the, the the reporting of this um instantly at first because new listeners to the pod i lived in atlanta for a long time i'm from down south and initially what i had heard wasn't asian people were being killed or attacked i heard eight people killed in metro atlanta and midtown massage parlor and i go damn nigga i got friends who live in midtown and get massages my aunt's favorite massage parlor is right in the heart of midtown so i got initially like the fuck is going on so i i went soon as i saw it you know, i've never got a professional massage uh and i was thinking about going to one but i'm i'm, I'm not, not i got my first one um like two birthdays ago shorty got me one for um my birthday and nigga Shit was different. Yeah. It was different. Um, I've had one additional one since then. It was great. But the, the reason I asked yeah, yeah. how soon, because relatively soon I saw it and I, I started kicking, you know, looking at it. Yeah, yeah. And like I saw a surveillance video of two different white men. Uh-huh. When did it switch to one man? Yeah. Because it's only one man now. Yeah. And whatever the fuck his name is. Yep. But like I literally saw it. Two different people yeah. that they show if surveillance of going in and out of two different ones. Mm-hmm. And they both was dressed in like some tactical yeah, shit. Yeah. These were two distinct different, not two people that look the same. Yeah. Distinctly two people. And then when I woke up today. It's one nigga. It's one nigga. I saw the. Mm-hmm. I saw the same thing on Sandy. Well, Sandy Hook. Mm. Literally at my desk watching CNN. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact because me, Jay Grand, D all the niggas who in my group chat right now. Crew, what up, though? We was watching this shit and I made a joke because not a joke, because they 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 the nigga that was inside who died or whatever inside. Yeah. And they pulled a nigga from the woods mm-hmm. behind the school and he was dressed in um like hunting fatigues or mm-hmm. whatever. 
Um, they was putting him in the back and he was like, um, I didn't shoot him. I didn't do this, whatever. And I made a joke and I was like, yo, what if this nigga was just back there hunting? He picked the wrong day mm. to go hunting, right? Yeah. But initially it was two suspects. Boom, boom, boom. The nigga disappeared and it was only one was just guy. One. I'm like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, that, that, it just struck me as weird it, when yeah. I literally, with my own eyes, you saw it. Saw that was reported live on CNN. Yeah. And it just disappeared. It's very odd. Um, one, I, it's funny, I was listening to the, uh, it's like the middle of the night. I was listening to the police captain or police chief or whatever talk about, like, the reporter asked, like, why? Why did he do this? Police chief goes, we well, had a bad day and he was just fed up. And I was like, really? Like, that's the that's the grace that we extended this man. Yeah, he had a bad day. He killed eight people. Nigga, you know how many bad days black people have had? A lot of them, nigga. Like, 600 years worth of bad days, dog. It's real difficult being black around this bitch. Um, and it's real difficult being Asian around this bitch. What I wanted to talk about, and rest in peace to all those who died in this, what I wanted to talk about, because I started seeing on the internet today, as these things usually go, black people love to have, like, shit to themselves, Including struggle, right? The, the oppression Olympics. Oh my God, we love like yo, nigga. I so I saw a few of my friends and and well, what's up to them? Y'all my people. Ain't no love lost, but it's interesting conversation. Like yo, I mean, you know, rest in peace to the dead and all that. But I'm just curious, why y'all give a fuck about Asian people? When have they ever stood up for us? And I'm like, I hear you. I'm not gonna say no Asian ever has stood up for a black person, but. I hear you. And it's like, I mean, you know, I don't, y'all be wanting the fucking uh, Asian people and all these other minority groups to get more respect than we do. And it's like, I don't think that's what we want. I think we just don't want niggas to die because they Asian, nigga. Like, so I'm not less black because I don't want eight Asian women killed in a massage parlor because they're Asian. Some accent, because I, I literally don't yeah, know. Yeah. This week is the first time I've ever heard that. Stop Asian hate. Yeah. Like, where did this so, come from? That's actually been um, really, really a big thing since late 2020. But it, like, kicked up the the hashtag and the instances of, um, I don't know what they call it on Twitter, but basically, like, disrespectful shit toward Asians on Twitter, like, picked up, like, 900% in January. Like, via people talking shit talking about shit about twitter or talking shit about asian people pardon me on twitter but then so what started it is late 2020 as and it's funny because we had this conversation back when you remember when donald trump called corona the china virus yeah so since then there had begun to be like an uptick within these white supremacist groups that the reason we're in this pandemic. The reason the corona exists, all that shit, is because of Asian people. So, <clears throat> so over time, that's what this, it, this, it grew. So this the yeah. part that this the part that I don't I don't understand. And I yeah. don't fuck with. And I tweeted earlier that the writers of this season of America mm -hmm. need to give me a better script because I just don't. I, it's hard for me to believe mm -hmm. that because of coronavirus, pe like actual people, human beings are like, yo. This happened because of the whole entire continent or age. Like, I, I, did, I don't see the correlation in that, right? Specifically, and not saying that that's not, it's yeah. just hard for me to, it's hard for me to understand because especially like we typically 
name viruses after where they come from. Mm-hmm. Like the n- niggas didn't go start finding niggas from West Nile and mm-hmm. trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what about this particular situation. And it just seemed like for me, maybe I'm just, I've been living in under a rock or some shit. Like I just start hearing this like with the last week is like, yo, because of coronavirus, yeah. we've been attacking. So I'm like, where has this been happening? Maybe well, it's just not being reported. So here's the thing. Initial reports, early January, late December, in New York, some areas on the West Coast, like Pacific Northwest, where there are heavy Asian communities, people started being randomly killed. Like, And it was like happening in like, yo, like three Asian people got killed last night. You know what I'm saying? And it was like happening in these like random cities. So eventually niggas started saying like, yo, I think that there's like really like a thing. Like white people's like killing Asian people because it's kind of it's happening in these small pockets. They've but it's grinding the people who've doing it. No, no, no. They just killing random people. But so I, I'm, I guess I'm trying to say is like, how do they get to the determination that these people are being murdered and sought out specifically so, because it is? So and I know with two of the killings in New York. Yeah. It was, and this was back in like mid-January, like right before the um the thing at the Capitol. Two of those killings were like specifically this nigga was running around like looking for some Asian people. <laughs> like he was running through like Koreatown and some shit or Chinatown, pardon me, looking to kill somebody. And I think he just like randomly stabbed two people like for nothing. Like, yo, you want the street? You Asian? Bow, bow. And it was like, yo, when they called him, it was like, all right, nigga, that was... Random what they do, nigga. They Asian. That was essentially what it boiled down to. But I think as random pockets throughout the country started seeing like an increase or an uptick in Asian-related crimes or crimes against Asian people, rather, it was like, yo, is this a thing? Like, are motherfuckers really killing people or attacking people because they're Asian? So then that's when the Stop Asian Hate uh, hashtag (laughs) came out of nowhere. Oh man! And then it was like, okay, that's when once the hashtag grew, then it was like, I right, is this really happening? And that's when they started putting together like, yo, it's random shit happening all over the country to Asian people. Now, to your point, random shit happens all over the country to black people. We got hashtags. We got a lot of shit that we do. I don't know that all of it is race driven, but I know what happened in Atlanta was race. What about when? The- oh. That was race driven. When you go out and you running up in Asian owned spas to kill Asian women, I'm clearly, if they, that nigga was racist, clearly. But like they attached it to coronavirus. That's where it started. And so to like, your so, point, so for for niggas getting jokes off on mm-hmm. the internet or Twitter on some kung flu and all that dumb yeah, shit, yeah. to yo somebody got murdered, so it yeah. must be yeah because of Twitter. Like I, that's a hard and jump for me. And yo, if Right it around the be. time, if right around the time these killings started happening or just ahead of the time that these killings started to happen, the Asian hate tweets uptick 900 percent. Hey, it's a hard jump from tweets to to murders. Murder. It is unless the tweets are literally saying we're going to kill Asians, or some which shit they like could have. You know so here's the thing. And, and here's why I'm not. I don't know what's going on out here. Um, I, I I would hope that we're not in a country that's motherfucking just randomly killing Asian people. But I know we're in a country that randomly kills black people. So it's like, mm, white people don't like other people no, we, in a lot of we, cases. We're we, we in a, such a weird time. Man. Where is that? 
we're using analytics that came from Twitter. Yeah. To to say to correlate to uh, actual crime terrorist attacks. <laughs> like that's terrorism. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. so Twitter said, Oh yeah, this shit is up nine hundred percent. Well did it go from nine to nine hundred? Is nine hundred tweets enough? Yeah. You know, I'm like Yeah. That may not be yeah, yeah. 100%, but... Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. <laughs> Niggas be like, you know, Jay, that was that. No, no, no. They're going to correct your math. But I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's just, this is a weird time it's, to be in. It's bro. a very strange time, right? And it goes back to the conversation of, like, social media and just the internet in general, not just social media. The internet is so much more powerful than I would have ever imagined, than Al Gore probably would have ever imagined, nigga. Al Gore just wanted y'all niggas to be able to search porn and get in the chat room. You know, not for nothing. I really dislike Al Gore. <laughs> like I really dislike Al Gore. I'm 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 slightly irritated every time somebody says Al Gore's internet. Eh, I, I really hate eh, Al Gore. Eh. I don't. I, it's too much for me to go into. But I really eh. dislike Al Gore. But you know what I thought about too, man. Um, so it's a doc on Netflix. Um, it's called Crime Scenes: The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel, and it's about. Ironically, um, and, and I don't say that jokingly, it's about an Asian woman who came from Vancouver to uh, California just on a trip. Like, yo, I'm like she was on some I think she had just like graduated high school or some shit and was like, yo, I just want to take a trip to America, kind of be on my own for a few weeks and travel. I'll be trying to tell you I'll stop taking these solo trips, but they don't want to listen to me. Oh, man. I'm I, tell, I, tell, I, telling a woman what to do with her. her no, no, no. You can't tell her. Time. Nope. So this Asian woman came from Vancouver Sorry, to... I didn't, I didn't mean to. No, 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 but real shit, real shit. Like, a lot of the shit we say is not to, like, be harmful. It's actually to be protective, which y'all say men are supposed to... Whatever. Um. Anyway, she came from uh, Canada to America, wanted to travel around the country, um, see California, whatever, whatever. So she gets to L.A., she goes to the Cecil Hotel. Real quick, the Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles was, like known for being like the crazy hotel right niggas thought it was like haunted by spirits because yeah I'm, I'm tapping out it's like motherfuckers have committed suicide motherfuckers been murdered um serial killer what's uh richard ramirez the night stalker they was like one night he was standing at the sea so nigga went out came back butt naked and bloody and just walked through the lobby and niggas was like oh richard what up like you good like it's one of them type of hotels right like extra crazy shit be happening so anyway in 2013, the girl that came down, Elisa Lamb, she was at the hotel, staying there, whoa, 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 and then next thing you know, she just went missing. Nobody knew what happened to her, right? Yeah. So then when she hadn't called and checked in with her family, because her family was like, the only way we'll let you go is if you call and check in once a day. So when she didn't call for a couple of days, they was like, nope, she's been doing it her whole trip, and now we ain't heard from her in a couple of days. So... They find the uh, the surveillance video, and apparently, I missed this in 2013, but it was a whole viral video of her, like, she was going in the elevator, she was having these, like, weird moments in the elevator. It was like she was talking to somebody or hiding from somebody, but nobody else was there, right? So it was like, yo, is the hotel haunted? What the fuck is going on? Did somebody kill her? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Long story short, she died. Um, she drowned in the water tank at the top of the hotel. They said it was accidental, but before they said it was accidental... Because of the internet, internet sleuths, which is dangerous as fuck. Remember the Chicago shit. Exactly. Internet sleuths attributed her death to this death metal rocker 
So a rock nigga who sings about like death and dying and murders and all that shit, who had been staying at the hotel, posted a video at the hotel, had no correlation to her whatsoever. He just posted a video during the same time she was there saying he was there. And they said, yo, he must have killed her. Because all he talk about is death. He filmed these crazy videos killing women and da-da-da-da. Like when Drake killed Triple X Inkstein? Yes. Yes. He must have killed her. So the internet ruined that nigga's life. Killed his music. That nigga, he tried to kill himself. Tried to kill himself. He was unsuccessful. But they did all that. He stopped making music. (laughs) The nigga not even good. (laughs) Look, the nigga said, uh, the nigga said, yo, I still try to make music now. And I can't. Like, I don't even like it. Like, they ruined my creativity. They ruined my art. And he, like, my whole fucking life changed because these niggas accused me of killing her. And he was like, I never even wanted to speak on it. But the video I posted at the hotel was from the same date a year prior. So it just so happened to be the same day she was missing. It was a whole year ago, nigga. And that's validated. Like, I was in Mexico when she came up missing. I wasn't even in the United States. So I bring that up to say the internet is fucking wild. It can start a revolution. It can accuse you of murders you didn't commit. It can... It's going to televise the revolution. Oh, my God. Or internet, Twitter eyes. Hey, it can drag down a, a famed gospel singer. I know happened to that nigga. It can, it can do a lot of shit, though. The internet is way more powerful than what we know, man. So... Hey, rest in peace to the people who died in Atlanta. So I wonder at what point are we going to um, address the real problem in this country, which seems to be white males. Mm. Mm. Behind all of these attacks, mm-hmm. either we go back to 1993 with the uh, the first World Trade Center attacks, mm-hmm. um, the Timothy McVeigh. Timothy McVeigh, yeah. Um, all of these. 96 Olympic bombing. Like, it's a white male thing. Hey. And White they, men are the biggest terrorists in the world. So, um, and they have been historically. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that particular personality type, yeah. not person or race, Mm-mm. that particular personality type is the goddamn devil. They burned down a whole city in Oklahoma. An entire city. Like, imagine being so mad at people not being white that they burned down Detroit. And that's the one they have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that's the one that they facts. We don't gotta imagine it. That's sad. <laughs> that's fucking sad. Uh, but that's the one that we know about. Yeah, because there were multiple. Yeah, quote unquote Black Wall Streets around all the around the world, all around the fucking country. So, um, but yes, white people or white men specifically that and that with that certain personality, yeah, right? are not ever going to be addressed. So you know the the killer from Atlanta last night. All the folks were saying like, yo. Nigga was literally caught weapon in hand. Whoop, whoop, whoop. They got him and they walked him out normally. Same shit we always argue, right? Like, yo, why are black people never treated this way? Why are we never given that sort of grace by police when we do small shit like sell a cigarette, Lucy? I mean, I get that, but a nigga killed four people in a fucking house the day before yesterday for stimulus money. We're going to talk about that. Walk that nigga out safely. Like, it happens. It happens, but. With these mass killing white men, they're never gunned down. The only time we hear about them gunned down is when we don't actually see them. Oh, he he killed himself before we could get in there. Did he? I don't know. Oh, he was detained by cops and he drew a gun and he killed him. Did he? But nine times out of ten, these mass white terrorists, eh, they get walked out. They get off for Burger King. They get all that shit. It's weird, dog. 
because America won't address it. And until the country does. Well, I just well, this is the exact opposite of thing that's going to happen because they're about to take all of the guns from us. But I think everybody should be armed. So when that nigga walks in there with a gun, shoot this motherfucker back, man, man, I get it. Everybody don't agree with that. But if you walk in this motherfucker with a gun, um, I'm going to do everything I possibly can to shoot your ass the fuck back, man. No, man, they won't. Uh, they won't regulate those type of white men. And if the country never addresses that type of white hate, then we'll never like succeed in address like stop Asian hate, Black Lives Matter, whatever hashtags we create will never win because these white men that hate us are still out there, bro. That's the fucked up part. All right, man, let's lighten it up, dog. You mentioned it. Stimmies is out. Niggas got they stimmies. Um, stop telling people that you don't qualify for a STEMI. You qualify. I, I, I really, I get upset at that. And apparently everybody in Detroit don't qualify for a STEMI. You qualify. Niggas make 33 grand a year on average, but y'all niggas don't qualify. No, you qualify. Okay. Are you married? Okay. Oh, both y'all make? Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. You qualify. Yeah. Oh, you got kids? And Some of y'all don't. Yeah. A lot of y'all don't. No, some of y'all don't. <laughs> but uh, Stimmies is out, man. What average income in the in the state of Michigan is like fifty five to sixty thousand. So, Literally like fifty three grand, dog. You're count, you you count. like more often than not, but apparently my whole timeline don't qualify, and that's cool. Shout out to y'all, man. Because you didn't file taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't qualify because you didn't. <laughs> you didn't file taxes. And in general, dog, like why are we always so quick to stunt? Like, yo, nigga, stay out my business, stop counting niggas' pockets. But guess what? I make more money than uh, the qualifications. Okay, when I rob you, nigga, don't be mad. Um, Let's get to this Blackberry letter, dog. I want to see what the fans and the listeners think about what we got here. This shit was great. Oh, and we got a couple of uh, voice notes, too, man. So we're going to get to all of this. But y'all know what time it is. When y'all hear that can crack... That mean your man back. This week's Blackberry letter is brought to you by. What the fuck happened to this letter? It, the fuck is going on? It should be brought to you by a bathroom break. <laughs> oh, nigga, go ahead and pause for the cause. Hold on. Well, no, I got this damn camera roll. Oh, we'll shit. Just, we'll do it. Um, Blackberry letter. Um, Am I tripping or is there. Okay, I got it now. Yeah, a lot right. unpacked. All right, a lot to unpack. Thank Coming you for in. sending this in. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. <laughs> First and foremost, I am a fan fan. Keep providing dope content. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. We appreciate the hell out of you. We a fan fan of you, man. Shout out to all the fan fans of the show. Secondly, please don't mention my email slash real name. I put a lot of people onto the pod, so that would be hot. <laughs> coming in hot. <laughs> no, we're not coming in hot. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I didn't feel like making a fake email for this, so refer to me as Fallon. I'm cracking up because she spelled Fallon like mad specific. Yeah, that's her name. Like, don't let that be your middle name. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's her. That's her. I'm go, when I'm go out on the, when I go to Oh, Miami yeah, when she get a fake number. Go and, yeah. I'm going to go out of town. Uh, yeah. Name and shit. All right. So let's get into it. I'm talking to this guy that I've been on and off with since I was in high school. So that's about 10 plus years. In the past, we didn't work out because I went off to school and he stayed home and went to a local school. Currently, we've been back talking for about a year. 
He went to a state school. (laughs) Don't say local. (laughs) Currently, we've been back talking for about a year, and this is the most serious that we've ever been. Everything is good, except I'm starting to think the relationship he has with his mom is unhealthy. He's been a huge mama's boy as long as I've known him, and it bothered me as a kid, but I guess I assumed he'd grow out of it. Don't get me wrong. I love a man that loves his mama, but this ain't that. He still lives with his mom. He makes good money. It's more so to support her. I've accepted that, but I can't accept how he changes his voice to this baby talk Mm. whenever he talks to her. She talks about how much she spoils her baby. He's 30. He doesn't like to travel and leave his mom, and he rarely spends the night. But whenever he does, he leaves to go home early in the morning. What really did it for me was the other day he said in order for him to fulfill me wanting to spend time with him and his mama's needs, there needs to be two of him. (laughs) Mind you, I'm not a needy person at all. The problem is his dad walked out on them back on Christmas. They have no idea if and when he's coming back. So the mom projects a lot on him, more like her second husband than her son, emotionally, mentally, I'm not sure or so I'm sure he doesn't realize that this is unhealthy. It seems like it's more to the story with the dad because they haven't filed a missing persons report trying to figure out where he is or nothing. They're just sad and waiting on him. I have a feeling that the mom knows where he is like with his other family. At this point, his life is on hold because of his parents issues. He's never moved out and he won't consider relocating. And I think him being away from his mom is the only way we'll work. I also feel like things won't get better unless I find the dad myself. Coming in hot. <laughs> Coming in hot. Yo, that was funny as fuck. Um, I don't know if I should say and ask more about the dad situation to help him heal and move on. Tell him how I feel about him and his mom. Leave or stay. Any insight is helpful. Woo! I read this letter a few times. That was a letter letter. And I really wanted to jump in while we was reading that a few times. Yeah. It's a lot I, to unpack. She ain't lying. No, 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 no. I got questions. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I got questions. I think maybe there was a typo in this. And something was missing. Okay. Because it's March. Facts. And he has never left home. Mama's boy. Mm-hmm. Stays there to support her. But dad just left in December at yeah. Christmas. Now, was it Christmas when they was like a kid or? So I did wonder about that part. Did she mean Christmas 2020? That was still just f- f- four months ago. Yeah. So like he lived at home with both his parents. Yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm fairly sure it meant like. Christmas when they were smaller or some shit because like that's a short amount of time for you to go from son to second husband. Yeah, so that's that's the, the, the other red flag is nigga, a they, bit of an exaggeration if this has only been a few months. Yeah, yeah. The second one is they killed their father. <laughs> the, the nigga's dead. Like <laughs> he's out of here. My, 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 if you if you dig deeper, they gonna beat you in the backyard too. Yo. <laughs> the nigga is dead. Duh. Like who the fuck? Like yo, they did. They didn't file a missing report. Like what? <laughs> Nigga, your husband don't come home one day, and yeah. y'all don't even say nothing to the police, and yeah. y'all no. 
Mum's the fucking word? <laughs> they just sad and waiting for him to come. Sad and waiting. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. shit. The, the, there's a, the, the Wonderland kid. Dewan <laughs> Sims is this nigga dad. Dewan Sims is his dad. Like, where the fucking dad at? Where the fuck is Dewan Sims? <laughs> I think about that shit all the time. Bro, I've been obsessed with finding Dewan Sims since I was a kid, bro. Nigga, his brother used to be one of my employees. Hey. I couldn't ask him about it, though, because... I worked in that Wonderland mall. I mean, I worked at it when it was Target. This was a but few, I mean, a few years ago. He worked. Yeah, but you remember a couple years ago, a nigga came out and said, yo, I think I'm Dewan Sims, nigga. And then the mama wouldn't, uh, yeah, she wouldn't lying. do a, a blood test, though. And nigga ended up being, he was lying and shit. Yeah. Then but she like, died last year. Yeah. But it's like. I, I randomly think about little Dewan Sims all the time, dog. And now I got to <laughs> randomly think about her nigga dad. Yeah. Because yeah. her nigga dad might be Dewan Sims. Like, what if, this don't make sense. Where he at? <laughs> what if Dewan Sims, like, got Man. kidnapped, grew up somewhere else, had a family, and then was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to leave again. <laughs> Nick, I don't like this. I don't like this found shit. Um, huh. yeah, that, what, that, that's, that's weird. It's weird as fuck. Um, to not look for the dad. <laughs> the nigga said they just sad. <laughs> it literally the- said they just sat and waiting. No, they killed him together. <laughs> That's why they got this bond. They in love. Our daddy dead. Our <laughs> <laughs> nigga go. <laughs> Yo. Yo they, they killed that nigga in the backyard. Why they kill that nigga daddy? No, you can't. <laughs> listen, listen, uh, Fallon, don't ask no questions, dog. <laughs> they gonna get you the fuck out of here, dog. They gonna get you the fuck out of here. All right, dog. <laughs> other side, other than the dark and scary like, spooky. Oh, you got 14 keys right there? <laughs> Hey yo, hopefully you got fourteen hundred. Go hire a private oh, investigator. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! Like why she think she had to find a dad though? <laughs> yeah, that was what Fallon. Let me tell you, don't have to find this nigga's dad. You I'm in t- love with this nigga. That's the first like thing you could check off your don't do list. <laughs> she was like, yo, you don't have to find his dad. <laughs> yo, this, yo, this went to a Discovery ID movie quick as hell. Yo, <laughs> like yo. yo, I'm gonna do it. Yo, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, yo, girl, just looking for your dad. <laughs> like, yo, shorty, I love you. I never need you to look for Tony. Dog. Like, I know where Tony at at all times, That's bro. what this is us shit. <laughs> In real life, like, yeah, she going through a- the family album. The mama going to catch her like, what you doing in my closet? But like, she going to find the dark history that oh my nigga, God. dad's in the basement, in the walls. Nah, dad in that backyard, buried. Yo. Huh. But. Let's talk about the mama's boy shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nigga won't even spend the night. <laughs> she said that nigga get up early and did like. Are you sure he don't got another family? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, right? You worried about his mom? Need to be worried about his baby mom. Plenty <laughs> his dad would leave at the drop of a dime too. So. <laughs> dog, dog figuring out what time he gonna get up that one morning to never come back to go, girl. Like, hey yo, the second, the 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 very second I hear my girl switch her voice to a little baby voice to speak to her dad. No, that's I'm wild. Getting the fuck that's out wild. Here, no, that's wild. We ended because at shit. that point they're gonna try to kidnap you and turn you into <laughs> some cult shit. Yeah. Um. Nigga, you talk to your mama with a. You, do you talk to your mama with a child voice? N- n- no, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like all that happened was a nigga voice got deeper, and I was just saying, ma, ma. I ain't never been like, mommy. Hey, what's up? Hey, I miss Fallon. you, mommy. Fallon, this could be a. Um, this could be a lifetime movie that you don't want to be a part of. Fallon, you gonna get killed in this motherfucking family, dog. I'm telling you right now, your life is on the fucking line. Can you imagine what it would be like if you had children? 
with that man, with that, with that, with his mom, <laughs> you would never have your child. Your, your, your grandson would be Oh, yeah, a she don't need no grandbaby. You know what I'm saying? She don't need no grandbaby. Mm-mm. First of all, this mama is kidnapping Fallon Baby if they had a baby. That's what I'm saying. She kidnapped that baby to fuck in uh, Ohio you, you, or some you, shit. You can't have no baby with No, you. no, 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 no. Even and, though you love him. And here's the thing. She like, yo, the nigga won't relocate. He not willing to do. Do you really want to relocate with this nigga? Like, you are so... If you are so afraid mm-hmm. of the relationship he has with his mom that you want to take that nigga to another state. Yeah, like obs- it shouldn't be that bad. So this is this is a a, a, a um a something we say in the tech world. Security by obscurity is no security at all. Mm. So back in the day. They were before Max was as popular as they were. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was, yo, we don't need antivirus software because they don't make viruses for Mac computers. Okay. And they think that you're safe by buying that. That's not security. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you live far, far out where it's not a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, I don't got to put no locks on my doors. No, security by obscurity is not security at all. Gotcha. So if you feel that the relationship with his mom is unhealthy. Just because you move to a different location, oh, that's not security. Yeah, that's not fixing your problem. That's a band aid. Because mm. then grandma, then because she gonna move with y'all. <laughs> and here's the thing: you talking about wanting that nigga to relocate to another state, fam? He won't get an apartment. That nigga won't relocate to your house. Like <laughs> that nigga move. won't stay with you that long. You can't get a full weekend out of dog. I feel like you need to talk to him about what you want from him. We don't need to bring up his mom. You definitely don't need to look at finding his dad. Talk to him about what you want for y'all's relationship. Because here's the thing. If y'all relationship going to grow and go to that next level or whatever, whatever, nigga, if you won't move out your mom's house, like, what are we going to do? I'm going to move in here, too? Yeah, that's a good that's a, that's a good advice, actually. All you have to do is speak to what you want and what you need from him. And if he can't figure out that he needs to make adjustments and with his relationship with his mom in order yeah. to fulfill your needs, yeah. then that's when you got to make a move. That's yeah, because that's when you have a serious problem. That's when you have to make a decision. Not saying what decision you should make, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, I've expressed that this is what I need from you. Yeah. And now you are unable to provide a basic need. Yeah. And to your point, or what you said is, you don't even need that much. Yeah, I ain't a needy girl. But I, like, damn, if we together, nigga, don't wake up in the morning like you're getting back to your other family. Yeah, it's 5 a.m. She over there snoring. That nigga like, yo, foul. I'm out. I gotta go cook mom breakfast. Peace. How was uh? How did the R. Kelly shit start? The trapped in the closet shit. Niggas laying up in the bed thinking shit is sweet. <laughs> Niggas start creeping up. <laughs> I was gonna play it, but Biggie, nah. I got a story to tell too. Shit, I ain't gonna do it. But um, yeah, man, you gotta talk to dog. Um, and and that's the thing. Like what I encourage everyone to do within their relationship, whatever the problem is, whatever you write me and Jay about. At the end of that, you have to go and tell them this. So yes, <clears throat> so this is a this is a big thing too, right? Uh, this is a touchy situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know what to do with the father and everything like this. Yeah, this is the perfect time to have that conversation. Yeah, because if you're afraid to talk to him about this and y'all just starting off, yeah, even though y'all been on and off for ten years and you really do love this man, because regardless, you didn't say that. No, you want to find that nigga dad. You yeah, love him, dog. You you, you want to make this. Ain't happen. nobody ever try to find my dad. Yeah, no, like go find my uncle Sam. <laughs> I mean, my, my uncle. Anyway, uh, uh, but like. Yo, if you're afraid to have this conversation now, when 
things really, if y'all really get into this relationship, whatever, you're going to be afraid to have all these conversations. So Facts. this is it. Ask, have the conversation about the father. Yeah. If he reacts differently on this level, yeah. yo, we can't go. It's a, a decision that you have to make is, can I go further yeah. if we can't even communicate on something quote unquote this small? Because mm-hmm. like, what if y'all have a, a problem with something he's doing or he has a problem with you? How will you communicate that? Yeah. So, and when you, you know, you're talking about going to the next level with a man, you're obviously open to relocating with this man. I would imagine that you're open to a family with this man. So these are conversations that will require you to communicate what you want. The man, 30 years old. And I'm yeah. assuming y'all went to school together. So I'm assuming you're around that same age too. Yeah. Um, y'all adults. Yeah. You can have this conversation. He should have a, hopefully his emotional intelligence is enough. High enough. Yep. To have this conversation. Um, and, uh, let that be the thing. Don't yeah. bring up with, it's always going to be a conflict with you and the mom though. Facts. Facts. And here's the thing, man. Let's, let's talk a bit about that. Cause I know you and I, I know me, we're both, um, both grew up really close with our mothers, um, as adults, really close with our mothers. Um, have you ever had an issue with a girl saying like you too close with your mom? Nope. Yeah. And I don't like when when women call men mama's boys. My whole life, that's always been a weird phrase for me because I'm like, I'm definitely a mama's boy. I love my fucking mama. I've never been called a mama's boy, though. Yeah. Oh, no, I've never been called it. But it's like, I, I know I am one. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I love my fucking mom. Nigga, Kim is great. For sure. I love my mom. And it's like, I I've, it's always been a weird statement when I hear it because I'll be like, I don't know. All of my friends, like my male friends, we're like, we love our moms. And it's like, I don't really know where the line goes from like, yo, I'm just really close with my mom. I love her. That's my dog. It's my confidant. We, She raised me right. Da, da, da. She taught me all this to like, yo, I'm a mama's boy and I have this obsessive, weird relationship. Like, I've never seen that line. Be- I know it exists clearly because we get letters like this, but it's like, that's crazy. Cause it's like, what's the what's the, what makes you a mama's boy? Do you think it's because? Well, I had a I had a balance because mm-hmm. I grew mm-hmm. up in a home with my mom and my dad. and your dad. Facts. Now, you have a strong relationship with your mom, or if you think you say you can identify yourself as a mama's boy, yeah. But there's a a fine line that you don't cross. Do you think that's because one, for the majority of your formative years? Um, it was just you and mom, but you still had a constant connection with your dad. I think for me, yes. Um, it, it, I, I literally talked to my dad every single day, except for when he was in solitary. There was no shortage of fatherhood in my life growing up. Um, but when, I, don't, I think when you don't have that balance yeah. and you put all of your chips into one into your mom, kids, yeah, because that's all you have, yeah. Then that's naturally, what, yeah. And and I mean, you know, you look at. A lot of athletes, black athletes specifically, right? And not to say that niggas have like weird obsessive relationships with their mom, but a lot of them, like the when you get the Kevin Durant's up there talking about his mom, the real MVP, and da da da, and all the sacrifices she made for him and his family with no dad around. If y'all want to talk about things that should not be normalized and everything, it's the whole idea that your son is more than your son. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. This is my. This is my. You're not taking your son on a date. Yeah. Like Oh man. I hate the I, I hate the, the the term that date get attached to. Yeah. We're going on a friend date. We're going this. No, y'all about to go get something to eat. Yeah. Date 
is very specific. Yeah. Oh, my son wanted to take me out on a date for my... And it's like, first of all, no, he didn't because you paying. Second of all, no, he didn't because you chose to go there. Your son didn't want to go to JL's. I know I, he didn't. And third, the whole he's fine. Getting parents things for Valentine's Day. And that was a thing where a man said he wasn't going to buy his son a, a Valentine's Day gift. And they was like, oh, you so toxic and you so... F this. I'm like, first of all, foremost, when did parents buying... Children, a Valentine's Day gift become a thing. Like I know, yeah. Mom or dad used to buy stuff to give to you to take to school. Yeah, like little candies yeah. and shit. Share with your friends. Yeah, but like my parents, mother or father, never bought me, Jason. Yeah, here's something for Valentine's Day because that's made for a different type of love, right? So, and and it kind of my mom used to get me. Shout out to Papa Romano's, a heart shaped Papa Romano's pizza. Every Valentine's Day because I never had a Valentine. And it was like, nigga, here, you love pizza. It's a day of love. Here, take this heart-shaped pizza. I was like, yo, this is dope. But she never, like, bought me a chain. She never took me out to eat. I never got her flower. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just. The reason I brought that yeah. up is oftentimes when the man does not handle his responsibility and he leaves a woman by herself to raise their child by himself. That is the that's her responsibility. Yeah. A lot of times they don't have a lot of uh, extra free time to date. That is the only man that's in their house, yeah. and it's a it's a it's a weird codependency. And these kids grow up to be athletes, and you know, my mom is everything, and and she's everything to him because that's what y'all had in that house. It was just this. Mm -hmm. That's not that's not like a negative. You didn't do wrong no, no, or anything no. like that. But that that is that reason. It, yeah. it needs to be a balance, and it's it's the man's fault because if he was there. Yeah. And did and what you're supposed if, to do. There are plenty of stories out there of men just walking out and never come back home. Walk out on their families, they leave, they never come back. This nigga. Um on Christmas. So yeah. So it's that unfortunately What if he got hit by a car? Like y'all didn't No, they didn't go look. They said that nigga's gone. Mama, why ain't you what you ain't telling your son? Cause who the fuck gonna not come home one day and you don't look for him? That's an interesting point. What you ain't telling your son. Um because again, I think we both on the same page. We think this is like Christmas back in the day. Got I don't me. I don't think this is Christmas 2020. Um, but assuming that it's an older Christmas from when he was a kid. But Fallon, re let us know. Yeah, yeah. Fallon, clear that up for us. Because if this is Christmas 2020, he walked out. Go find that nigga right quick. No, um, leave a nigga alone because <laughs> he shouldn't be living at home no, no, with no. both his parents. Fallon not go find that nigga. I want to stop yeah. her because Fallon to get in the car. Nigga, I'm like, what? He was where? Like, why would you live in a home with both your parents? Yeah, that's just. So your dad yeah. was a bum? Because be. she said it's mostly to support his mom. Mm -hmm. If dad is left in December, fuck he do. And uh, mom, bad with her money, nigga. That was a few months ago. You broke already? Goddamn. Dad ain't even leaving. Eh, I don't fucking know. Yeah, but like, assuming that this is from some Christmases back. And this has been sort of their way of life, him and his mom, and they've had to sort of have again that codependency on one another. Nigga <sighs> didn't go the way of school because he wanted to be with his mom. Stayed local. Granted, I probably I didn't want to leave either. I get it. I'm not mad at it. I didn't want to leave home. Yeah, like I I, I had never been away from yeah. like, family. I'm like, I'm not and and here's the thing. Here's the the other part of that, right? Because what I don't want listeners or Fallon to believe is. 
Yo, nigga, a 17, 18-year-old kid don't have to go away to school. Like, No, he don't. He could stay home. Like that, I'm not going to let that be I 100% too weird. Yeah, like that's – no, no, no. Like, I, mm, We're not going to make that. But way. she said but stay home he didn't, because, because he didn't want to go. Ultimately, I think, again, because the other part of this is specifically talking to him about his mom can be a real sensitive subject. You don't know what you might trigger. If you get into that, you don't know what you don't know either. You don't know what you don't know, but I think where the conversation needs to start is tell him what you want for y'all's relationship. And if he can't provide, if he can't provide that, or if he sounds hesitant to do that, if he brings the mom up in response to what you want for the two of y'all, then you can respectfully respond and say, like, fuck your mom. Nigga. No, respectfully, <laughs> I'm not talking about your relationship with you and your mom. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the relationship with me and, and you. you. I'm offer. I'm asking you, yo, mama. You, <laughs> I'm asking you, or letting you know what I need from you. Yeah. Now either you can do these things, yeah. or you can't. And I'm not mad that you can't. Mm -mm. Before we get any kind of deeper or whatever, yeah. we'll just go our separate ways. But I'm not telling you what to do with your mom. Not at all. I'm saying this is what I need from you, and you know you can't make another version of yourself. Yeah. So. And uh, Fallon. The, the sort of final part of all of that is every relationship you ever been in ain't necessarily the one. It ain't necessarily the one, the final one. So if he's unable to do or make the move, don't fault him. Don't clown him. Don't talk about him. Don't say, oh, that nigga ain't shit because he ain't want to leave his mama for me. Don't get into all that. He ain't for you. And sometimes where we fuck up is we have this idea that the person we're currently dating is supposed to be for us. And when they start showing us signs that they aren't, we start to fight it and try to figure out ways around it. And how do I defeat it? Yeah. Ain't no defeating it. If you have this conversation about you and him and he responds saying, but what about my mom? He might not be the nigga you need him to be. I've definitely been in relationships with people and I looked at the situation and was like, yo, this can work. Mm. Um, but it doesn't it it doesn't or it's not going to yeah. work like if i really wanted to i could make it work yeah but i don't want to make it work yeah like i want it to work yeah i don't want to and here's the thing that's not to say that jay wasn't trying to put an effort in his relationship it's saying sometimes i know that i could unlock this door with this key if i jimmy it a little bit like in real life no, I'm not going to say that. I won't, I won't get too many DMs. Yeah, yeah. But, like, really, sometimes, like, nigga, you can, if you if you shake it enough, it'll open. If you bang it hard enough, it'll open. Sometimes you just want to open it. Yeah. And that's it. I just want to grab the handle, open the door. I don't want to shake it, bang it, kick it, do no tricks, put in no I don't codes. I have to do Yeah, that. I don't want to have to do that. Every sometimes once in a while, I'm, you know, yeah. don't get locked. Bang that motherfucker. Hey, you got to go a little bit harder. But when I walk up to that bitch on a normal day, normal occasion, I just want the motherfucker to open. Period, point blank. So, Fallon, let us know when the dad left. Um, correct us if we wrong about assuming that he left a while ago. If he left in 2020, I got a whole new response for you. Trust me. Um, send all your BlackBerry letters to thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Again, they do not have to be about your relationships. I know y'all love when we give y'all that relationship advice, but if you got problems at work, problems with COVID, problems with your kids, problems with your life in general. Problems nigga, with a TV show. 
Man, anything. Like, you can hit us up. Let us know what's going on in your life. We will absolutely respond to it. Um, but if you got relationship problems, we love that shit, too. Because as we said earlier, niggas love other people fucking relationships and business. So let uh, us know. Also, Fallon, uh, that daddy did. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, Dad's in the backyard under a fucking tree. They done planted that nigga. Yeah. So that is planted, nigga. Be careful. Strap up. Man. Banned. Her boyfriend, bitch. <laughs> she go with Kurt Franklin, son. <laughs> she go with Carry On. Why that nigga name was Carry? Hey yo, <laughs> since the Stimmy dropped, <laughs> my bottom band uh, Jordan was. Hey, hey, <laughs> bitch ass nigga Jordan hey. was. <laughs> Cause they was a bitch ass nigga for banding them bitches. They right? really was, dog. Oh shit, yo. that was funny. Not only place I can say bitch ass niggas on the pot. Oh yeah, no, we gotta get them so bitch ass niggas. So let me talk about how, how the fuck uh, me and um. Oh man, me and Ant been playing the uh, suspension Olympics. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Yo, I had it pulled up earlier, but it's like nine videos down on my YouTube now. But I had that flash talking to Eddie Kane <laughs> clip. Like, so listen, this nigga Jay wanna be me. You know, it's a running joke that we've that's, that's didn't happen on this pot. I love running jokes from this week in culture. Facts, because they they go off in the on the on the socials in the in the group uh super fresh yeah they, they, just, they, yeah. they just flow yeah so it's been a, it's been a running joke that like as a black man you know like we throw that well i would throw a black in oh front no of i'm gonna throw a black man out there <laughs> especially on uh, saint patrick's day nigga. yeah you can't do shit without being gay mm -mm. you can't go to breakfast mm -mm. that's gay can't order dessert can't, so the thing was yesterday was like if Somebody tweeted like, yo, if your man ordering dessert, he gay. And everybody was doing some he gay shit, right? All right. Mm -hmm. And I just posted under the, the comments like, man, women so toxic. Yeah. Because it was all women calling niggas gay if they ever man. ordered dessert. Niggas being called gay did not get anybody suspended. <laughs> you know what's so interesting is that they weaponized being gay, but then call somebody else homophobic. Yeah. Yeah. Like they use it as a, a as a tool to to chastise you. Oh, you got ice cream? Mm. Let me put a direct like you using it as a weapon. Yeah, Your and then you don't call somebody else. But then when a nigga says, and again, this is not ant. This is just for example. <laughs> if a nigga says, "Yo, dog, be doing too much," or some shit like that, it could be a light comment about a a flamboyant dude. Wow, you sound really tra uh, transphobic, homophobic, LGBT phobic, like, yeah, plus Q phobic, QB2 phobic. Like, damn, nigga. But they flagged me. I went on. They, they flagged Jay for literally saying women so toxic. He ain't say bitches so toxic. He ain't say hoes so toxic. He just said women so toxic. So I guess that combination isn't. So um, they were like, you can appeal. And I went through the appeal process. They was like, yo. And one of the, the drop downs, like, took this out of context. Um, didn't really mean this or whatever. So I'm like, let me appeal this shit. Yeah. They was like, well, you know, our pills take a, a long time because of COVID. Mm. Your niggas working at the crib, my nigga. Uh, it's online. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? Five minutes later, they say, nope. Uh, no, we reviewed it. That's that. It's still staying there. And wow. continued violation may put the entire group in jeopardy. Yeah. So, and and the reason that the group is now in jeopardy is because both of the my <laughs> my funky dog head ass bitch comment was in the group responding to um one of our group members' posts. So now we two suspensions in or two flags in rather within the group. So I'm letting y'all know now. And the reason that Jay and I are being flagged and is putting the group at risk is because we're admins of the group. So I'm letting y'all know now. <laughs> 
I'm coming in the group to start threads and then I'm out. I'm I, not saying a lot, bro. I might delete your comment if it's if it's if it's toxic. If it's problematic. Yeah. <laughs> if if your comment make me want to say some wild shit, I might delete it. <laughs> if that shit made me laugh and want to put a ha ha ha, <laughs> I'm gonna delete that shit. <laughs> Cause it was a mad ha 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 underneath that shit. <laughs> you had a good comment. Women are toxic. <laughs> like, like men are toxic too. I know how, how y'all they, get. How, how come they ain't blocked the people that was agreeing? Say no. Dog. That's the snitch nigga. That's, Do you see down. how I just said dog? Yo, this this bigger than Nino Brown. Okay? Oh no, no. This, <laughs> Everybody this, going down. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking educated brother from the bank, all you niggas, dog. Um, I used to be the educated brother from the bank. <laughs> literally, <laughs> this nigga was Kareem Akbar. Oh, oh shit. shit, Akbar. <laughs> like nothing the about that nigga name. was Kareem Akbar. Huh? <laughs> and then it was funny because that nigga name is Christopher Williams, like the regularest shit ever. All right, man, we got a couple voice notes. Um, I'm just playing these in no particular order. I don't know which shit any of this is about, so y'all just got to deal with it. Um, I think this is from the homie Mach. Peace, family. It's comedian Macho here. I'm sorry if y'all hear birds chirping in the background, but it's just beautiful where I'm at. Um, I'm outside, short sleeves, but yo, I don't think people realize how dope y'all are. Y'all really dropped three dope-ass podcast last week, family. Factual. Y'all did that, man. I believe it was a brilliant comedian out of Saginaw that dubbed y'all the pod gods. Y'all <laughs> definitely the pod gods. So, uh, I didn't want to take it back too far, but coming to America, I realized Eddie Murphy could play 72 characters, but he only do like 71 voices because he actually <laughs> took the voice of Rasputia and used it as Randy Watson. If you watch it again, you can hear that. But, mm. um, that's it, man. That's it. I just want to say I appreciate y'all. I got a snowfall uh, note that I'm going to drop um, in a minute. But yeah, man, keep doing what y'all doing, man. Y'all really the pod guards, man. Shout out to Rap Silver. <laughs> Why are you talking like Huggy Bear? Hey, much. We appreciate high? you. And um, what, what is, is higher? What is learn? What is learning? What is higher learning? Can you dig it, baby? <laughs> um, I got the Snowfall voice note. I'm gonna play that on Snowfall. I'm gonna play that on that episode. Um, we got a joint from Rob Silver right here. Uh, the always welcome, one of the faves, Rob Silver. What's going down? Peace, family. It's comedian. Oh, 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 say, wait, 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 wait. Like, I heard birds chirping, No, no, too. no, I, I hit that wrong. I hit that wrong. Let um, me find out. <laughs> no, nah, this is the Rob Silver one. My bad, my bad. All of these niggas got the same voice. Incredible ending to this episode. In my opinion, the best ending of any of the Snowfall episodes so far. It reminded me of the years 1990 and 1991 in New York City when we had record number of children getting killed by stray bullets mm. as a result of the of gangs fighting over territory because of crack man what a what a fucking ending um real quick on a lighter note angela angela lewis is fine as a fuck uh she's delicious as hell Kwame <laughs> patterson i'm hoping his character the former Monk Metcalf on The Wire becomes a bigger part because he's, he's a good actor. And I'm really interested in his role as Franklin's bodyguard. Um, I'm still... Oh, shit, Rob, your, your note just cut off. I don't know if you maybe uh, 
Got a text or something in in between that, but it cut off. But um, nigga, station was coming up. We had to, had to get the fuck off. <laughs> Boom. Um, yes, that was a a very powerful end to the last week of uh, Snowfall episode four when a young girl got killed during the shootout. Um, and I I got some some thoughts on that ending and just what happened in that episode too that I want to follow up on. But we're gonna do that on the Snowfall episode. So shout keep out, a lookout for that. Listen to both. Hey, man, everybody who listens to both of the pods that we drop every week, man, y'all don't know how appreciated y'all are, man. I know it's a lot of content. One of the homies hit me up and said, nigga, I thought I was like super far behind. I wasn't. I was caught up. Y'all just <laughs> dropped three new episodes on niggas in one week, man. Um, y'all know that don't when worry the, you know, the other ones, it'd be somewhere else. Yeah, soon. yeah no, we we going we going to make your cameras. Hey, Patreon. Um. <laughs> We're going to make sure that uh, the content keeps coming around, whatever's going on in black pop film and television. Like, that's just what it is. And Cause I think it would be disrespectful to for new listeners if we just dropped a three and a half hour podcast with everything and we don't even touch on Snowfall to hour yeah. two, hour yeah. three. Like, yeah. And that's so it's something that Jay and I had discussions about Um what movies did we do? Like Judas and the Black Messiah and some of the films that dropped earlier at the top of the year. It was like, yo, these conversations, um, Malcolm and Marie, we did it. Like, it was like certain pod listeners are going to listen to whatever we drop. Some want to hear us jump right into whatever the yeah. content is that we're discussing. Cause, I mean, we so we just be bullshitting on this one. Yeah. Like, we'd be serious. Yeah. Like, you know. 80% of the shit I say is real, but 20% got a little sauce on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, shit, we got to create content out here, man. We got to give y'all niggas something to talk about. And we got to figure out what the title of the episode going to be. So if yeah. we don't say wild shit, yeah. then y'all bitch ass niggas ain't going to get no title. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, episode 153, ban coming your way. Now listen to both you bitch ass niggas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I just thought about it. Like, we have to call it ban. Or I couldn't post it on Facebook. Mm. That's fucking crazy, dog. I can't say dog. D A W G. That is some bullshit. What would Snoop do? I'm about to spell. I'm about to start using D O W G. I'm going back. I'm doggy pounding this shit. Fuck out of here. Pause. I think. I don't fucking know. Anyway, man. Hey, time is. We about to get the fuck out of here. Appreciate y'all. We about to get ready and uh, get prepared for this Snowfall episode. Um, Make sure y'all tune in if you watch Snowfall. Stop letting us know that you still got to get cut up, caught up on Snowfall. Don't tell me. Like, you don't have to tell me that. Just get, get, listen to this pod. Let the other Snowfall pod play in your background so you don't spoil it for yourself. But if you're not going to get caught up on Snowfall, then don't tell me that you need to get caught up because I don't want to hear it, nigga. Get caught up. It's the greatest show on television right now. Shout and if you me. ain't watching it, you a whole ass nigga. Shout out to all the other people who do Snowfall reviews that I never listen to. No, and don't want to listen to. No, because y'all don't be talking about shit, and y'all niggas is whack. Plus, Sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to accidentally take nothing from y'all. And y'all niggas don't know Swiss beats, so I really don't. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all, yeah, y'all listen to Alicia Keys. We on a boat with her, nigga. What up? I'm just saying. Anyway, nigga, big money talking, man. Episode 153 of this week in culture. I'm your host, Ant Wood. That's your host, Jay Johnson. We'll be back. Peace. Peace.